Hey, hey friends, today's episode has been a long time in the making because I get asked all the time about how many downloads to expect, considerations with downloads per month, and like how to dive into your analytics. So today we will be walking through which numbers you need to be looking at, what benchmarks to consider, and how to hit your goals and more. Hey y'all, welcome to the Clocking In Podcast the podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals making their way in the working world. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. Learn more about our services at gaffincreative.com. Plus, you'll also find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In podcast. So let's clock in and get to work. Before we dive in, today's episode is brought to you by my podcast statistics report, available inside my product shop for purchase. This Canva template will help you review your monthly numbers in an easily digestible way by plugging in those numbers and stats and reviewing your progress over time. I use this report for each of my podcast clients every single month to make it easy for them to review their podcast success over time. You can grab it today at gaffincreative.com forward slash shop or in today's show notes. Now, when we look at podcast numbers, they are vanity metrics, but there is also some important information in them. And I always like to encourage my clients to base their reporting success off of their goal. And yes, it is nice to have big download numbers, but if your listeners are not converting on your goal, how valuable are those big download numbers? So let's talk about which numbers you should actually be looking at and the considerations of each. So first and foremost, when you log into your podcast hosting platform, you will see a few important numbers, but one that people tend to focus on is all-time downloads. And yes, this is fun. It's a great number to track, but it is not the most important. It actually might be one of the least important numbers outside of like saying, oh, I've hit a million downloads or I've hit a hundred thousand downloads or whatever that big number is that you want to get to. But you want to take a look at your per episode download numbers. Now, there are a few ways to look at these because your release day does not define the performance of your episode. Let's say that you release an episode on Monday. What considerations would impact the performance? Well, was Monday a holiday? Because a lot of holidays fall on Mondays. And then how many people are actually subscribed to your podcast on a player? Is that episode relevant to your audience? Did your non-subscribers see your external marketing efforts? Over the first week of your podcast episode's release, you'll see downloads come in all week. It's not just that first day. Then if you're looking at your podcast numbers on a monthly basis, the episodes that were released at the beginning of the month are typically going to have performed better. And this is because they've been out longer. So during your monthly reviews, you may look at the total download numbers for that month and see discrepancies. So one discrepancy in these numbers can come from the total number of episodes you released. Was it because there was an extra release date in that month? Did that contribute to your podcast download numbers? One thing that I do see a lot of people get caught up in, especially if they start to hit a growth spurt in their podcast, is the monthly download numbers. For example, imagine hitting a thousand downloads per month, but your newly released episodes for that month are only hitting a hundred downloads per month. So this discrepancy typically means that new listeners are binging old episodes, which is great except for when you're trying to pitch podcast sponsors. 
This is why they typically don't look at your monthly download numbers. They're looking at a per episode download number because they're only going to be included in the new episodes that they're looking at. So in this scenario, you'd likely have 400 downloads on your new episodes and then 600 totaling a thousand, 600 downloads a month coming in from older episodes where people are binging. Now at the same time, this does mean that your audience is loving the content you've already put out and you can continue to grow from that because remember, podcasting is a long-term game. So content that I'm putting out now will be effective in a year because people do go back and listen to old episodes. Now, another stat that's interesting to look at is what podcast players your audience listens on. Whether it's Apple, Spotify, or your web player embedded on your website, this can help you determine the language you'll use in requesting reviews, ratings, and even if you plan to build a subscription-based podcast, if your audience isn't on Apple, then their subscription program won't be the best fit. Since we've covered the numbers, what they mean, and how important each is in determining your metrics, let's talk about benchmarks. Now, if you're not familiar with Libsyn, they are a podcast hosting platform. It's one of the two platforms I typically recommend to my clients, but Libsyn has provided a few benchmarks in the past that allow you to better understand what to expect in podcasting, which I have found to be both encouraging and insightful. Libsyn likes to give a podcast episode a 30-day life for tracking performance. And I do have to agree that it's a good timeline, although you can use each piece as a long-term strategy with show notes, but that's a whole other conversation. So like an episode doesn't just last for 30 days, but for tracking metrics and performance, it's a good benchmark. Now, according to Libsyn, if after 30 days, your podcast episode has over 123 downloads, then you are in the top 50% of podcasts, 123 for one episode. (laughs) That's not bad at all. That's actually not hard to hit. Now I have clients in this range. I have clients above it. I have clients below it. It is truly about your own goals and what you want to accomplish with your podcast. Now, 123 downloads is great, but if you're trying to sell products in a shop and you're converting, you know, 1% of that, that's not very many people. But if you're converting one person on a high ticket service, that's a really good conversion. (laughs) Um, And then in addition to that, if you're trying to get advertisers, 123 downloads is not necessarily the most valuable to them. Uh, I do think that you can absolutely get advertisers to support your show with 123 downloads per episode after 30 days. But my recommendation is that you grow before you try pitching too many too fast. Now, Libsyn has also said that if you have a thousand downloads on an episode after 30 days, you're in the top 20% of podcasts. And then 2,900 downloads, After 30 days per episode, you're in the top 10. And then the top 1% is actually 30,000 downloads per episode after 30 days. So there's a huge discrepancy, but it also shows you the range in which podcasts perform because there are really popular podcasts out there that everyone knows about. And then there are smaller ones in niche markets like ours that may never see the 30,000 downloads in 30 days per episode. (laughs) And that's, that's fine. It's okay. Like I do, I truly do believe that a podcast can be successful with very few listeners. I do. I 
know that's not very common. It's not a common thought process um, or opinion in the podcasting space, but you can make your podcast work for you and what you need with the audience you currently have. But if your goal is to grow, you have to be looking at these numbers to know where you are, how you've grown, what you're doing over time. So as you keep this in mind, your podcast with 100 downloads is doing really well. If you have a podcast with 25 downloads an episode, it's doing very well because you're connecting with those 25 people on a weekly basis. Now, I do recommend tracking your numbers on a monthly basis to help you understand your podcast growth, when you need to adjust your strategy, and if you need to ramp up your podcast marketing strategy. This is why I provide my monthly podcast statistics report to each of my clients. And then on a quarterly basis, I do encourage you to take a deeper look into overall performance, see which episodes are performing well, review how much you've grown, and regroup on your overall strategy for your podcast content and what it should be. Now, all of my clients meet with me on a quarterly basis to review numbers, plan content, develop strategy. So I do encourage you to make sure that whatever goal you're tracking, it's included in your podcast report, which there is a little section inside my monthly podcast statistics report for you to customize. If you are ready to track these numbers, make sure you grab that monthly podcast statistics report, which is available inside my product shop or in today's show notes. With this Canva template, you will be able to build a custom report each month by plugging in your numbers, keep up with ongoing trends, and make data-based decisions for your podcast. So head over to today's show notes to grab it now. And as you're tracking these numbers, I hope you'll keep in mind that there is so much success in your goals outside of these vanity metrics. I'll see you guys next week with another episode. This has been another episode of the Clocking In Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and more at gaffincreative.com. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. If you love this episode, I'd be so honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcast app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, clocking out. Thank you.